come with me. We're going on a fantastic cruise. Pick your destination with news tips and reviews. But here is an item you might not have thought of. All of the things under the water. Nature surrounds us with elegant features. You can't go on a cruise and not see the creatures. So let's make some magic. Let's get ecstatic. Instantly classic. Maybe romantic. The wildlife around you. Cinematic on your fantastic cruise. Bon Beanie, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Fantastic Cruising. My name is Matt. And my name is Kimbra. And uh, we hope everybody's having a great day. Whatever day it is that you happen to listen to this podcast, it may be in the future when cruising starts again. Hopefully not too long in the future. In the not too distant future. That was a in uh, the near future. Yeah. Well in the in the not too distant future, that's a um 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 oh my goodness. What is the name of the show? Oh, I'm losing geek cred right now. It's it's the show with the with the two robots and the guy and they're in space and they watch the old movies and they make fun of a Wow, I can't think of the name of that show. I'm shamed. I apologize. Anyway, um you know that show out there. I'm so, trying to find it. You're trying to find it? I'm not having luck. Let's see. Let's put show after my search. <laughs> we just got derailed real fast. <laughs> Mystery with this Science Mystery Science Theater 3000. 3000. There you go. There you go with Joel and then I don't know I've never seen it. The other guy. You've never seen Mystery Science Theater 3000? Was it before my time Matt? Uh no. No? No. Was I, I mean, like 3? It was it's it was a long running thing and I'm sure the reruns were available. So no. Okay. No. You can't use that as an excuse for everything. I can use it for most. No. <laughs> When I get like a crossword puzzle clue that's like Humphrey Bogart, and you're like, well, that's before my time. I'm like, yes, it was before my time, too. Anyway, um, so, yeah, thank you for the emails. We've gotten some emails this week. We're going to go over those in just a moment. And just as a reminder, don't forget to go over to iTunes if you use the iTunes podcast app and give us a star review with some words. We appreciate that very much. It helps the podcast to grow and for iTunes to um, tell people about us when they, you know, search for a podcast on cruising or something related. And um, also, don't forget to go over and join the fantastic cruising community so you can interact with other cruisers in the cruising community and see notifications when new stuff comes out. That's on Facebook. That is on Facebook. Thank you. Yes. Uh, yeah. So anyway, uh, let's get on with these emails. We got one from, <clears throat> pardon me, Jennifer DeHart. You want to do that one? Sure. Okay, here we go. Hello, fantastic friends. Hello. The last podcast really made me think about why I would never cruise again. Sad, sad, sad. All caps. Yes. You have a strong list, but I'm sure most of them will never come true. That's true. It was pretty far. Most of our things were pretty far-fetched. We, we which is good because tried for that, though. Yeah, I mean, honestly, to an extent. like it's it's going to be hard to get us to stop cruising. The odds of that happening are minute. Yeah. Um, what I'm thinking about is 2021. Oh, we're all thinking about 2021. <laughs> um, <laughs> the reason I probably won't cruise in 2021 is the limited port experiences. Mm. I'll wear the mask and I'll take the tests, but not seeing a port the way I want to see it is a deal breaker. I have a lot of PTO, but I have to plan time off almost a year in advance. Who knows what cruising will look like next summer and fall. 
The safer bet for me is maybe a week in Cozumel or somewhere else in the Caribbean where I can freely explore. That being said, I will have to make up for it in 2022 (laughs) and go on multiple cruises. Yeah. That's the way to do it. (laughs) Kimbra, I want a reason to wear that dress too. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, well, let's, let's address the first thing. Yes, that is valid. Like I, I get it. Like I, you know, I want to support the cruise industry and, and all that stuff, but if I can't explore the ports, that is going to really sap a lot of the fun out of cruising for me, depending on what the, what, you know, what you can do. Like if it's going to one of the private islands, I'm probably down with that. Cause I can do my thing there. But, uh, yeah, if you take me somewhere and they're like, you can only do these three things in port. No. Yeah. I think that's kind of why we're holding off. Cause we really want to do a spring cruise, but because we don't know what things are going to look like, or even if we're allowed to go with work yet, um, we're kind of holding off to see kind of what, what happens. Yeah. See how it all shakes out as they say. Yeah. Whoever they are. So hopefully and, everything works out and we can jump on a cruise in the spring. Yeah. That would be cool. That would be cool. And it sounds like she wants to uh, wear the dress too. Well, duh. So you're in good company there. I mean, really, like, you, I mean, I know you don't get it because you don't like to wear pants. I thought you were going to say because you don't like to wear dresses. I think you'd wear a dress much quicker than wearing pants. <laughs> it's more, I mean, it's more breathable. Yeah, Pants I know. are restrictive. You guys know what I'm talking about. It's, it's not good. It's not fun to wear pants. And then you got to wear, like, why is getting dressed up have to be so darn uncomfortable? Like, why does it have to be this tight neck shirt with this thing tied around your neck and things covering? Like, why does, who decided that's fancy anyway? I mean, At that- some point in history, somebody said, this is fancy. There's no ultimate rule book that says this is fancy and this is not it's all subjective it's not objective and in some point in on the culture of the world and probably not even the whole world somebody said wearing long pants and a tie is is formal and wearing shorts and flip-flops is not well guess what i i would like to say i would like to say that i think wearing flip-flops and shorts is quite dapper. I mean, the the fancy dress and the strappy shoes aren't necessarily comfortable either. But it's oh not, yeah, women can wear strappy it's, shoes. It's <laughs> it's not about being comfortable. It's it's not about comfort. It's Why not? about because it's just not like. But it's, is it about being uncomfortable? No, it's not about okay, being uncomfortable. Okay, that's all I'm saying. Why? Why must? Why must? Our, why is it that our definition of fancy must come with discomfort? Because that's what you have to do to sparkle. <laughs> is, it, is it now? I yeah, don't know. I, mean, I mean, diamonds are heavy. <laughs> all right, but cubic zirconian is much cheaper. Yeah, and I've never worn anything with diamonds, so there's that. Neither have I. Neither have I. <laughs> She's also got a PS there for you. Yes. Can we trade us. the Key West port for Havana? Yeah. So, you know, I didn't say this, but I was thinking about it last week, and I, I didn't I didn't say it because I just I forgot in my rambling to say it. But honestly, like, I mean, I, I support Key West making their own decisions. I hope they're making them for the right reasons. But 
at the same time, like, Key West is not a port that I'm like, oh, yay, let's go to Key West. In fact, normally I see Key West as a port and I'm like, mm, let's see what else was out there. Now, Havana, it would be nice to get to Havana. It was nice when we had that brief window of time when we were allowed to go to Cuba. And now pff, we can't do that anymore. Maybe things will change again. So I don't know. I don't know. I would like to go to Cuba, although I would like to go with less restrictions. I'd like to go and see. I mean, I think the cultural aspect of visiting Cuba would be interesting and, and cool and probably very eye opening and, and all those things that you have heard from people who have done that. But um, and that's great. But for me, I want to see natural Cuba. I want to see the coral reefs. I want to see Zapata Swamp. I want to see Cuban crocodiles. That's all I'm saying. Okay. Okay. Then we had an email from the one, the only Mary Miller. You going to read this one or you want me to do this I'll one I'll read this one. No, I can read Mary's email. You don't always get to read Mary's email. Mary likes me better. <laughs> it's probably true. <laughs> so it says, now, now Princess MDR does have a dress code for dinner, but it's not that fancy. So we were talking about maybe Princess has got the fancier dress. Yeah. But apparently not. It's not that, well, it's not that fancy. Just a nice outfit, and it does depend on the type of cruise. And this surprised me. Alaska cruises are less formal than longer Caribbean cruises. I would have thought, due to the age demographic, that the Alaskan cruises, and the fact that you're already probably wearing pants, if you're a man, uh, would, would have lent itself to more formal affairs. But apparently not. Apparently, longer Caribbean cruises... Is uh, is where she's seen the more formal dress apparel. And it says, other than no shorts or T-shirts or bathing suits, you don't have to get real fancy. I had to wear my black flip-flops on the first formal night on my last cruise because I hurt my pinky toe on the first day of my cruise wearing the wrong shoes. There we go. Suffering for your fashion there. And no one tossed me out of the MDR. Yeah, the only time that I know of that anybody has been forcibly removed or or not allowed to do anything due to their dress code on a cruise ship was when my friend Mark and I were not allowed to go to the steak dinner because we were wearing shorts on the first night. On the first night! Hmm. That happened. That's a true story. Now, you, I, you should have read the rules. Well, you know what? I've been to... And no many people who have been to the steakhouse on the first night wearing shorts, no problem. We just got a uh, maitre d' with a stick up his nose. <laughs> Change that to nose for you, Mom. Anyway, uh, let's see. We got we got another email. This one is from our friend Andrew. Yes. And I, this this is a, a typical Andrew email. I just want well, to... Well, no, it's not. It's, it's a long email. It's not typical Andrew. It's only three paragraphs. Four, five, six, seven... So, I don't know. There's a lot of paragraphs, but it's it's one page. I just want to say randomly <laughs> and quickly. Yes. I'm drinking this drink here, and it's good. Okay. And it makes me want to. Be, I'm I'm saying it one because I just took a drink of it and I enjoyed it, but also because we mentioned Key West, so it makes me want to go back to the Keys to get this rum. Yes. Well, we can get it at the Total Wine. Yeah, but it's like five dollars more. Okay, but. You'd save that in gas money. Yeah, but the keys. That's true. Okay, fair. That's fair. That's fair. All right, let's see what our friend Andrew has to say, because it's always good stuff. You or me? Why don't you start, and we'll see how it goes. Okay. Um, subject line, an email. 
Um, on the topic of all-inclusive wait can i just address the fact that he didn't say kimbra and matt or matt and kimbra he just he just decided to avoid that whole thing he just gets straight to the point (laughs) all right go ahead that's i mean i feel like that's an andrew personality though i think you're right i think you're right um yeah so on the topic of all-inclusive versus cruising from a while ago and since you mentioned our cosmel trip a couple episodes ago we stayed at cosmel hotel and resort on their all-inclusive four-night package with diving because nine dives were included but the value exceeded a cruise nice the food and drinks were decent to good but not as good or the variety as a cruise the diving was amazing We'd love to have stayed for longer and want to do this trip again. So, yeah. So, okay. So, that's interesting. And I and I know a lot of people, like Jennifer was talking about in her email, you know, just going to like Cozumel or something, doing an all-inclusive. We've talked a little bit about all-inclusives. Pricing is variable, you know, and uh, in some cases you may get more value than on a cruise, which is what happened here for them. And they had amazing diving experiences so i this is still i i feel i thought we had settled this but i feel like we haven't settled this i feel like there's the the all-inclusive is such a broad range of things that there's there's not an easy answer like oh it's more expensive than cruising it's not as good as cruising it's you know there's it's not as simple as that is what i is what i'm seeing like watching some of para dj's videos and uh, and listening to uh, Mallory and Andrew, uh, you know, it's 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 complicated. It's complicated. So, all right, go ahead. Okay. Um, to clarify from our cruise trip. Cozumel nope, trip. <laughs> oh, Matt. To clarify from our Cozumel trip. <laughs> to clarify from our Cozumel trip, we didn't have any major issues with hurricanes, but did have a minor scare with the hurricane before we left. Mm-hmm. Hurricane Delta hit Cancun 10 days before we were scheduled to fly down there. The dive shop lost power but was able to resume diving the next day. Flying into Cancun, you could see the damage to the trees. On the bus from Cancun to Playa del Carmen, the damage got less and less. I don't know if it was cancellations from the hurricane, but on the first day, we only had four divers with three crew on a big boat. On the other days, it was eight to twelve divers. Interesting. Probably it probably was related to that. Well, what's what's interesting about that is when we went to the Keys, we had that hurricane scare, yeah. or at least tropical storm, whatever it was at the moment that we were down there, and our first couple of dives days of dives were canceled, and the first day back to diving. We had, what, 16 divers on the boat? So yeah. eight eight in each group. They, they split us into two. And the other dives that we had the next two days only had four or five in each group. Right. So it was kind of the opposite of this. Right. But it's a different situation because people have more flexibility, I think, in the Keys to come and go. Yeah. Where in there, they're, they're either there or they're not there. Yeah, yeah, it's interesting. It's interesting. So, okay, so what's what else does Andrew have to tell us about? Um, I didn't think much of it other than it being a seasonal thing until I listened to last week's podcast, but we saw more sea urchins in Cozumel than we've ever seen in the Caribbean. Cool. I can't remember ever noting them before. 
I think that's noticing them before, but they were common enough after the dive. We discussed how many there were. It's good to know that they're part of a health reef ecosystem and I'll have my eyes out for them on the future in the future. Yeah. And that, now there are several species of sea urchin and they don't all equally impact the reef in the same way. Uh, but uh, most of the most of the sea urchins you would see would be a good sign if they were the spiny long spine sea urchins, the diadema sea urchins. Um, that is a good thing. They that is definitely a good sign. And I have seen them in abundance in uh, several places. I think I probably mentioned that last week. So that's cool. Cool. Glad you were able to um, make those observations. I have not actually dove in Cozumel, and the snorkeling I've done, which has been restricted to Chonkanab. I don't know that I've seen a lot of sea urchins there, but that's a very, it's not really a reef there. There's some coral, but it's definitely not like a full blown coral reef. It caused chunking up, chunking up. Anyway, moving on. Moving on. I've eaten sea urchin before, but as an appetizer at a fancy Japanese restaurant, I didn't think it was disgusting. However, it wasn't very flavorful though and the texture was weird so it's not something i would seek out yeah who else has eaten sea urchin let us know fantastic cruising at gmail.com because uh there's probably more than one sea urchin species eaten there's probably more than one way to prepare it and uh there's also like uh the icky oo factor what is this weird thing i'm eating and uh, andrew strikes me as the sort of person that would be more adventurous so wouldn't be bothered by the, uh, oh, this is a weird thing I'm eating, but it still sounds like it was pretty bland and not that, nothing to write home about. Yeah. Um, next paragraph. On the Top 7 Ports episode, Kimber mentioned that she'd like to live in St. Thomas one day. I think it's also worth considering St. Croix, which is also a U.S. territory. It's less developed than St. Thomas, so it might be less expensive. We went there on a cruise, and the diving was so good, we've looked at returning for a land vacation. Very cool. And I know next to nothing about St. Croix, um, so that's that's cool. That's interesting. And that makes me really want to go to St. Croix now and uh, and see. I don't know. Is it, Probably nobody in St. Croix listens to this podcast, but if you have jobs for us, we'll be there. Yes. We'll be there as soon as you can get us there. We're I, there I, without even seeing I am it. a fast learner. It doesn't matter what the job is. <laughs> Unless it's illegal, um, I can probably do it. You could probably do illegal jobs, just probably shouldn't. Right. Yes. I don't want to do illegal jobs, <laughs> so don't offer those. Um, but if it's legal... Unless she won't get caught. Yes. If I if I won't get caught, we're good to go. <laughs> yeah, I can do any kind of ecotourism. I'm your guy, okay? I can I can talk about the environment. I can talk about the animals. I can learn all that stuff. So there you go. I don't know what else I could do. <laughs> I have no other skills. I can draw stuff and I can teach people about animals. That's it. That's my entire allotment of my, my whole skill set is right there. <laughs> but there it is. All right. Moving on. What's the next paragraph? An idea to fix your numbering is to record a doublehead podcast on a weekend before you're on vacation. Put two podcasts into one recording and label it as such with distinct beginnings and endings. So on the next episode, it will be the correct number. That is brilliant. You know, I thought I read this whole email, but I must have skipped that paragraph. I don't understand. So, okay. So this is, so we're off on iTunes. 
by one. We're ahead. We're right? a, we're ahead by one. Okay. Yeah. So so whatever episode this is supposed to be, well, it'll say it's the next number. The next the next number, because we had that episode that didn't that right. got deleted that wasn't yeah anyway. So if we do an episode that's actually a double episode, but we release it as one episode, okay, that'll catch us up. Oh. So it would be, let's say, I don't know, what, what episode are we on? 65, 66, something like that? So it would be like, say we did episode 68 and 69, and we released it on the same day, okay? So it was a double episode, quote, unquote, and then boom, we're right on track again. So like if we're going to be... The only, the only thing is that it wouldn't probably, it still probably wouldn't match up with like other podcast services that have numbers. But I don't know. I, I might look into that. That could That could... So we'd have to record two episodes in one week and basically yeah. put out. I mean, or say there are two episodes. <laughs> With a distinct then, ending and beginning. And then we get a week off? I mean, we could do that. Now, that's Andrew is saying like a bonus episode, I think. No, he says before you're on vacation. Oh, okay, okay. and But then release them. On the same day. Yeah. Yeah. So then we would be off for a week. So, so so we'd get a we'd get a week off. Yes. Huh. We'd do double the work, and then we get a week off. When's our next vacation? Well, your uh, your mom's coming down. Oh, actually, for Thanksgiving. That's probably an ideal time because yeah. that's for the the Turkey Day. Yeah, I mean, technically, so, we'll be back that Saturday, but who knows what time? Right. Yeah. Okay. All right, Andrew. That means that next week we'd have to do that. You realize that, right? Yep, that means I have a week to prepare on top Two of everything else I have to do. Because it's so easy to come up with cruising podcast topics right now. Oh, boy, is it easy to come up with cruise topics right now. Is it, though? Hey, speaking of, if you guys have ideas, what do you want us to talk about? Because it is, seriously, we, like, we love doing the podcast. We do want to put out quality content. But uh, it is sometimes a struggle to come up with content because, you know, <laughs> there's not a lot going on right now except for negative stuff in the news that we don't really care to be a part of. So, uh, yeah, if you have something you want us to talk about, uh, let us know. FantasticCruising at gmail.com. I can't promise you... We will cover your topic, but I can promise you we will read it and consider it. Yes, please give us ideas. We're not begging. We're just asking. <laughs> We've done pretty good. I, I feel like, you know, I, I feel like um, uh, I don't want to miss any any weeks. And some weeks, uh, like this week, for example, it's it's a little bit more of a struggle for us to to make these podcasts where we're like, what do we want to do? And uh, some weeks it's like we know exactly what we want to do, but um, actually, but, so but, but I think I don't think we've ever had an episode that I wasn't happy with. Like, there's been some I've been happier with than others, but there's never been an episode I was like, that was garbage. Why did we even release that? This is the first week in a while that you're not the one that's like, come on, let's go record this. Let's go record this. Like, that's true. You actually forgot about it until I mentioned it. That's true. That's yeah. true. We got a lot going on right now. We, so. we do. But that's like, like there's there's the sign right there. <laughs> <laughs> I think I've got cruise news fatigue. There's, I think just, there's a lot just going so on. Much, and, and I know we're getting to the end of it where things are maybe going to get resolved or at least we'll know where, where we stand with cruising soon, hopefully. But, um, man, it's like... I just, I just want to, I just want to get through this and I, you know, I mean, there's good news about the vaccine and I, I hope, I hope 
that we're going to see the light at the end of the tunnel soon. And I think we will. I really do think we will. So anyway. All right. And then uh, there's one more little mini paragraph yes. there, right? Completely random for your, from your Halloween episode. But I see or think of tacky tourists. I think of this video. And there's a link to a YouTube video, which I actually didn't click on and watch. Well, we're going to do that right now. Okay. So this could be scary. Right now we're getting, getting a commercial. No, we're not. Oh, we're not. Let's see. It's, it's Top Gear American Tourists. I know this is really riveting podcast. Oh, it's a, okay. It's the it's the show Top Gear, and they are observing American tourists <laughs> with their cameras, which I'm guilty of, and their apparently I'm clothing. guilty of now too. Yes, we're turning you into a photographer. <laughs> okay, it's it's this is pretty funny. All right, look up Top Gear American Tourist, and you will get to enjoy what uh, what Andrew was speaking of. Thank you, Andrew. Thank you, Mallory. Thank you. Um, wow. Why do you say Mallory? I mean, the, let me start over because I'm having. I mean, a little, thank you, Mallory, for being whiskey. you. Thank but... you, Andrew. <laughs> thank you, Andrew. Thank you, Jennifer. Thank you, Mary. And thank you, Mallory, because I'm sure that you know. Without without Mallory, well, there would still be an Andrew, but you know it wouldn't be quite the same. <laughs> without Mallory, there would be. yes, I think Andrew would still exist without Mallory. Andrew would probably still exist. So I don't know, would he? I think he would. I think. He I mean, would. he'd probably still exist. Hit that X, thanks. But uh, but yeah. So anyway, so this is what we are going to cover. So we just t- told you that we struggled this week. Um, this is what we're going to cover. I found some fun articles that I thought we could kind of read and re- react to. And I think you guys are going to enjoy these because I, I read through them briefly um, and I enjoyed them. So this first one is from something called Oyster. I don't know. I've never heard of this. But anyway, it's the 15 most annoying types of cruise ship passengers ranked. So what we're going to do is we're going to read through these and we're going to talk about whether we've run into these types of individuals and if we agree or disagree or or anything like that. So um, number 15 is the, the one that I don't relate to at all. Number 15 is, uh, and the way these are all worded is the one who... The one who hogs the treadmill. <laughs> I'd have to go to the gym to encounter this person. And that is not something I've ever done on a cruise. Very rarely so, in general. That's interesting to me because every ship that I've been on, I always check out the gym in thoughts and thinks and hopes that maybe I'll use it. And then I laugh at myself throughout the cruise because why? Um, but there's always like a bajillion treadmills. So. Yeah. Like, no. So this this article is saying that it's talking about the Norwegian breakaway. And it's talking about it being a 5,000 passenger ship and that the treadmills overlook the sea and that the lines, especially on bad weather days, can be pretty high. Uh, so some people spend 30 minutes on a treadmill. I, I don't think I've ever spent 30 minutes on a treadmill but I haven't spent a lot of minutes on a treadmill. But um, yeah, I don't, I don't know. I, I feel like I feel like the gym is something that 
cruise ships have on them because they feel like they're supposed to, but nobody really uses them. I've seen people use them. <laughs> you've seen people I've use used them. them. What percentage? You've used the uh-huh. you've used the gym on a when, cruise ship. When I was like in the middle of my losing weight thing, I mm-hmm. went on a cruise. Okay. So I did use the gym. Now I didn't use the gym nearly as much as like I did. Like land, I was, I was going gym. to the gym like five or six times a week, and then I met you, and <laughs> we, we put it into that. <laughs> well, I didn't. It's not that I met you; I knew you before. But you know, anyways, yeah. And then this happened, and I canceled my gym membership. Um, I mean, also coronavirus. Well, yes, that played but I, a small part of that. But I also kind of stopped going. You did because I'm like, I'm not a gym person. Look. I go to the gym. I see the kind of people that picked on me in high school, and I don't like those people. So I just was not into that. Like I'm all for exercise. I'm not good at doing it, but I'm all for it. But uh, not in the not in the gym with all the dude bros and stuff. It's just not my. It's not my <laughs> scene, man. But yes, I, I have, don't care about that stuff. I have used the gym on a cruise, but yeah, not like not the same as I did on land. Anyways, I've never seen a line for treadmills. No, and I and I, I I don't know. Have you have you guys ever seen a line for treadmills or anybody in the gym more than like four people in the gym? I don't know. Shoot us an email, fantasticcruising at gmail.com. Number fourteen on this list is the one who takes the elevator one floor. I've heard this complaint a lot. It drives me nuts. You don't like this? No, because my thought is so let me back up. If you have to use an elevator, fine. Take it for one floor. That was a lucky but, save because I was coming after you at that No, one. no, no. If you have to use an elevator, <laughs> cool. Use that elevator. I get it. But my rule is if if I'm going more than three floors, I'll take an elevator. If it's three floors, I can take the stairs. Okay, that's fair. I mean, honestly, like, it depends on who I'm cruising with because obviously I'm, if I'm cruising with somebody that is a little less mobile or something like that then i i am happy to take the elevator with them but if it's like you and me like i'm like i'll take the stairs like i don't i don't even care like if we're going from the the second floor to the 13th floor i know that doesn't exist the 14th level which is really the 13th level then yeah okay i'm taking the elevator but if we're going up like five levels Unless there's nobody there and I just want to take the elevator. I don't know. The I'm, other thing I'm is, the stairs. I almost always, if I'm going down, I will take the stairs no matter how many floors. Yeah. 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 Okay. That's that's fair. But I, I don't know. Do you? But you get annoyed when people then get on the elevator and they just go up like one floor? Um, I do when there's like five other people that are also like getting off on like every single floor. And I'm like, I just want to go to my room and like drop off this cup. Right. Like I don't, you know. I think that's what it would bother me is like when you're when you're coming back from the excursion from the port and then everybody's just waiting for the elevator or or that first day embarkation day when like the elevators are crazy. And it's like, really? Did you really need to uh, like stall the elevator to go up a floor or down a floor? But through the majority of the cruise, like the elevators aren't, except for like maybe like dinner. There's certain times when that would annoy me. But like just in the general cruise, I don't think it would bother me that much. But but I get it. I get it. I understand. All right, number thirteen, the cruise ship one upper. 
So this one we should probably read to see what they mean by yeah. this. So it says cruise ships are what word is that? Convivial? 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 I don't know this word. This word is above my pay grade. Cruise let's, ships are convivial, convivial places. And it's not uncommon to chat with fellow cruisers in restaurants, bars, and by the pool. I think they're just I think they're saying congenial. Friendly, lively, and enjoyable. Con- convivial. Convivial. Kin- okay. Look at that. Convivial. This is the podcast where you get vocabulary. Ken. Ken. Ken? It says K with an upside down E. Oh, and for the pronunciation? Yeah. Ken. It's spelled C-O-N-V-I-V-I-A-L. Anyway, Convivial. it doesn't Convivial. matter. It means yeah. you talk to people, okay? Uh, but there's one oh, type here's... of... What? Convivial. Convivial. There we go. That's convivial. Convivial. Cruise ships are convivial places, and it's not uncommon to chat with your fellow cruisers in restaurants, bars, and by the pool. Anyway, uh, it says, but there's one type of cruiser we'd like to avoid, the one-upper. Whether it's your first cruise or your 50th, the one-upper has sailed farther, seen better. Prepare to have even the tiniest detail of cruising explained to you like you're an amateur without a passport. Have you met this person? Have you met this cruiser? Um, you know what? I feel like that couple that we did trivia with. Oh yeah, was like this. Yes, they were. Yes, they were. Well, I the, guy, not, the, the guy, the guy, the, the lady, the was, lady was really nice. She was very nice. The guy was yes, he was definitely fit this description. Yeah, I, I've met a lot of these people in the hot tub. Is where I tend to meet them, oh, and they're yeah. like they're, and and it's funny when. You meet one and they've been on like a lot less cruises than you've been on. And they're talking to you like you're at your first cruise and you're like, okay, whatever. But, uh, you know, it's it's not just cruising. Like the other place where I see this is sadly is scuba diving. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And they're like, well, that reef was okay, but I, I've dove better when I was in the Maldives. Is that how we decided to say it? Maldives. 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 When I was in the Maldives, it was much, much better scuba. When I was at the Great Barrier Reef, it was far better scuba than there. Whatever, dude. Like, shut up. Because... Can you talk in that voice from now until the end of time? <laughs> what the... Oh, oh. Tally-ho, tally-ho. Sally forth. And all that. Yeah. <laughs> no, I can't. But <laughs> but I've, met, I've seen these people. Okay, these people exist... And I feel like they just they just have low self esteem, and they just they just want to feel included. So I try, you know, I try and think about that when people have these terrible personality flaws. I try and think, you know, why? What is the reasoning? And I try not to just like be like, yeah, and and try and understand it, and then just see if we can get past it, and then just be regular human beings to each other. Sometimes you can, other times you can't. Or you can be like, yeah, I have a cruising podcast. You can just go ahead and stop now. Yeah, that's... that's no, I'm the, just kidding. <laughs> that's the, inner, that's the I know. inner monologue that goes on. But that's not, that's not who I am. So I don't, I don't ever want to be that person. And, uh, and although we all have the desire to be that person, I think sometimes um, the difference is knowing, understanding that, and uh, being able to... Uh, restrain yourself at least most of the time nobody's perfect i've I, you know what I happens am. you are you are perfect but but what <laughs> happens to me is every time i let go my inner angst 
it ends up coming back to bite me. Like, I remember one time I, I wanted to pick up a video game, and it was, like, brand new, just came out. And I had been calling all the stores to see if they had it in yet and stuff. And, and then I, like, called this. It was Kmart. This is going to date it. But it was Kmart, and they said they didn't have it. But then I went over there, and I pulled it off the shelf, and the lady that I talked to on the phone was there and she had told me it wasn't there and I was like and then she like told me about this horrible story about some medical tragedy that happened to her family and and then I felt like a total jerk so I just I just try and take it yeah but she didn't have to lie to you about the game she didn't but look I mean her her problems were far exceeding my stupid need to get this video game as quickly as I could. Like, it just it just puts things in perspective and makes me take a step back and go, you know, before you fly off the handle, maybe try and have a little understanding. I think that's something we could all do right now. But anyway, moving on. This is That's not what this podcast is about. So uh, the next one is the one who doesn't leave the cruise ship. Now, this one might, I don't know. Let's Let's read what this says. It says, sure, it's their vacation. They can spend it how they like but we'll never understand why someone would book a cruise and then stay on the ship instead of exploring the port of call. Many tourist destinations depend on cruise ship passengers for at least some of their income, and it seems unfair and downright silly to not spend part of the day and some money at port. You know what I say to that one? I say you are acting like the person in the last number. Yeah, I I agree. I don't like, care if you spend if, your day on the ship. No, do the, it. Well, it's your no, vacation. Yeah, but that person that's spending their time on the ship may have been to that port twelve times and that's have right. already spent their money at that port. That's they don't right. want to go back don't, onto port. Don't shame people on how to cruise. Cruise how you want. That's the beauty of cruising. And you know what? If you don't want to get off the sh- ship and spend your money, that's okay. That's all right. That means that it's just not your thing. Or it might mean that that port needs to step up their game and do more stuff to attract you to come off and spend your money. So, you know, there's two sides to every coin. And uh, no matter what the case may be, it's your vacation. It's your cruise. And you spend it however you darn well please. And nobody should tell you how to do that. As long as you're not impacting other people's fun, which I don't think that you are, then... Poo-poo on you. You tell them. Right? All right. Number 11, the hot and heavy couple. (laughs) (laughs) Whether they're making out in the swimming pool, kissing in the hot cub, hot cub? Hot cub? In Chicago. (laughs) Or grinding a little too provocatively during the 80s dance party at the ship's nightclub. There's always one couple that should take it back to their cabin, but prefer full-on PDA, public displays of affection. Maybe they're on a honeymoon vacation. But not many cruisers want to watch other people repeatedly lock lips. You know what I say to that? Turn your head away because you want to be that person i want to be that person if somebody else wants to be that person or those people want to be that couple my goodness what is the problem i mean we're talking about making out we're not talking about like getting it on butt naked on deck we're just talking about people well on some ships well but that's different you (laughs) signed up for that okay i don't care if people are showing affection to each other, like, oh, it's so offensive to see people locking lips. What is the problem here? 
What is the problem? I don't understand. I don't understand it. I don't know. Do you? Do you understand it? What is the? What is the problem? No, it doesn't I mean, bother me. I'm not saying you should be like grabbing the other person's like privates or something. No, that's different. But if you're just like kissing, heavy kissing, first of all, you're in the darn nightclub, so there shouldn't be any kids around anyway. Okay, if there are kids there, I have a moral problem with one of you. It's not the people with the PDA problem. It's people letting their kids in the nightclub and then complaining about people acting like adults in the darn nightclub. Or it says a swimming pool or the hot tub. But if it's at night, you know what? You're on a cruise. You're not going to see most of these people ever again in your life. Enjoy yourself. So I think the person that feels this way was probably cruising without their significant other or didn't have one. Because <laughs> I can tell you, like, when I've gone to theme parks and stuff, and I'm that person that's, like, just with a friend or by myself, and the couple, like, the little teenage couple that's all like, oh, I'm like, you're gross. But, you know. But they're, they're a teenage no, couple. I, I get it. teenage couples No, do. totally. I was, that, I was that one. And, I mean... I like to snuggle with you when we're standing in line for a ride. Right. Nothing I, wrong I get with it. Nothing wrong but with that. But I feel like that's what it is. It's like yeah. if you're not that person. It's jealousy. It is. It's Absolutely. Jealousy. Which, which, look, again, this is me looking at both sides of the picture. Like, I understand if you have been, you know, lonely for a bit and that is a little bit painful to see. I get it. But, you know, if you're in the nightclub. And you're in the pool on a cruise. This is your opportunity to maybe change that situation. And instead of focusing, instead of focusing your that energy on that, maybe try and focus it on trying to change your own situation. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. Okay. All right. Apparently, I'm ranty tonight. I don't know. Apparently. Apparently. Number ten is the traffic cone. Which, uh, if you listen to the Always Be Booked podcast, he calls all of his listeners cones. And uh, that's because he knows that people that work on cruise ships refer to passengers as cones. Did you know that? No. Yeah, because they're like traffic cones in the way. Oh, my gosh. That's how I feel about most of the people in the world. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we can relate, like, at the aquarium. Oh, my gosh. It drives <laughs> so, me nuts. Yeah. Yeah, trying to get from, like, one station to the other. It's, uh, yeah, I, I get it. I get it. But anyway, um, that's where the term cone comes from. But this is relating to people specifically who are completely oblivious and stop in um, just the middle of a crowded walkway. People are moving along, and then they just stop. And then everybody's like, yeah. 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 That annoy you? I, I think you know <laughs> the answer to that one. That is like one of the biggest annoyances of my life. Look, I I get it. I feel the annoyance. I get it. Um, but at the same time, this is another place where I look at him and I go, well, sometimes I'm probably that person. I don't realize you I'm are. that person. So, you know, I kind of understand but then there's some people that it's like, you've had plenty of opportunity to figure this out and you're still standing there blocking the way. Like you're like, I feel like when I do it, it's unintentional and accidental and I'm oblivious. I feel like when most people do it, it's the same. But there are some people that just don't care. And for those people, I don't I don't have no I don't have any sympathy for them. So You don't have no sympathy. I don't have no sympathy for you. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's see what we got. The line cutter. 
Ah, the line cutter. The one that cuts in line. So, yeah, in the buffet. I mean, they're they're talking about in the buffet mostly, I think. And that's where I've seen the line cutter. Yeah, I don't. I don't run into line cutters often, actually. Like, no? Are you like, a line cutter? No. No? Are you sure? Yeah. Okay. Do yeah. I seem like a line cutter? No, but Matt, I mean, I'm just I'm just. do asking. you think I'm a line cutter? I hope not. No, the only time, I guess a couple times in the buffet, somebody will be like, oh, I just want this one thing, and they reach in and grab it and then go. Like, that's cool if that's all it is. Yeah. And it's like, maybe they were behind me, and they just wanted, like, to grab that cheese to throw on top of their chips and then walk away. Right, and they and forgot something. Yeah, like, like that's fine. Now, right. if you're, like, legit just jumping in front of me to then move along the line, no, that's not okay. Okay, so, yeah, no, I, I totally agree with that. Like, I think people sometimes get, they sometimes they fly off the handle for that person that just wants to grab the bacon. They don't need anything else. But at the same time, sometimes those people are rude about it. And um, I don't have a problem if you just need to get one thing. That's fine. But if I see you popping in and out of the same line in four different places, you might as well have been in line. And now that you're cut, you're just cutting. So get your butt back in the back of the line and wait like everybody else. I have a problem. I am, I am a, uh, I am a terrible person when it yes. comes to. Fo- no, I'm just kidding. really. You're when an amazing fo- person. When it comes to following rules. I sometimes follow them to my own detriment. And and so I will stand in a line, even if it's obvious that I could easily cut in line. It doesn't seem like it would impact it. I would still stand in that line because I don't want to be unfair to anyone else. That is just like my curse and my blessing or whatever. I don't know. But that is how, how I li- try and live my life. And it's not even a choice that I have. But I, I do the same thing. Yeah. So, so it, but it irks me when people cut in line and, uh, yeah, I, again, I try and understand if they don't realize it, but a lot of, they they usually know. They usually know. If you're cutting a line, you know you're cutting a line. Yeah, so just don't do it. Don't be a jerk. All right, the one who smuggles contraband. Many cruise lines have strict rules about not bringing alcohol, soda, or outside food on board, in addition to no drugs and weapons, obviously. This is why all passengers must go through a security line bag check and x-ray machine before boarding the ship at embarkation at a port. The lines are often tedious, but those who insist on trying to sneak in contraband just make the queues longer for everyone. Don't be that guy. So, I have never, to my knowledge, been held up in line by somebody trying to sneak stuff on a cruise ship. So, the way I see it, because I've been this person before our last cruise, I always took alcohol on with me. You are a I, smuggler. Yes, but you put it in your chest. You just said that you were like me with the rules, and then you now you're saying you're a smuggler. Well, I didn't take a, like just the alcohol this part. Has all been recorded. I still bought alcohol on the ship. It wasn't like, and actually, most of the time. I drink more alcohol, like, from the ship than actually what I brought. I don't even usually finish what I bring with me. So, it doesn't even matter. But the point is, yes. But you put it in your checked luggage. Because, of course, if you put it in your, like, carry-on, they're going to stop you. Yeah, I've never seen anybody... I've never seen anybody stopped for anything and not let through. I mean, I'm I'm not saying it doesn't happen. I'm not on every cruise ship, but... Also, you get those fake, like, shampoo bottle things... 
and just like pour your I rum have, into that. I have drank from contraband that other people have snuck on board, so I'm not completely innocent here. You wouldn't let me bring any last time. <laughs> no, I won't. I won't because I don't think it's I don't think it's right to do. Uh, personally, I I wouldn't do that. But if it's there, you know, I guess my morals get a little looser. But um, <laughs> but it's not really something that I I mean. But the other, I yeah. mean, I, the other. I, I why, why do you care what somebody else is doing? Well, because that's like, the rules for the cruise ship. The the cruise line says you're not allowed to bring your own right, but liquor it's not. On board. It's not hurting you. It's not hurting me. Directly, now, I guess if it's going to cause a line problem, sure. But if somebody... Or if it hurts the cruise line, well, and therefore they raise the prices on me. Okay. Is it getting the alcohol? I mean, I mean, it's all connected, Kim. I, I guess I get that. But <laughs> but like I said, like I'll, I've brought the alcohol in before, but I still buy from the cruise line. Well, I know. I know. And, and I don't know anybody who doesn't do that. And, and in fact... In a way, I think probably the cruise line lets a lot of that go because they could probably crack down on it. I mean, how many shampoo bottles full of liquor do you have to see before you know <laughs> that's not real shampoo? But um, but the, th- the thing is, I would be interested to see if cruise ships sell more alcohol to people who bring their own alcohol on board than they would if they didn't bring it on board because what happens when you get a little alcohol in you you, you get, drink you get a lot a little, more yeah you get a little freer with the uh with the pocketbook and a little freer with how much more alcohol you drink so it's a slippery slope and so you know also who wants to go up to their room every time they got to mix yep. a new drink uh, i'm just saying i don't think the cruise lines i don't think that people get away with it as much as the cruise lines kind of let it slide that's all I'm saying. Yeah. No, you're you're right. I make a drink, finish that drink, and then go buy a bunch more. Yeah. So there you go. There you go. All right. Moving on. The family who steals deck chairs. Saves. We, it says saves. Saves. What did I say? Steals. Steals. It might as well be steals. <laughs> we look. Do we even need to talk about this? It is what it is. Don't Everybody save knows it. Deck chairs. I mean, we know the there's the nuances of it, like. You know, your family went up to get some food. They'll be back in two minutes, five minutes, whatever. They went to the bathroom. Fine. But come on. You you know when you're crossing the line. Don't cross the line. Everybody hates chair hogs. The next one. The one who gets wasted. The one who gets wasted. The all-you-can-drink package is often good and economical and an economical idea, but it's beyond annoying when a fellow passenger drinks to the point of becoming obnoxious. Not to mention, it can be dangerous. High winds coupled with cruise ship balconies and too much alcohol can equal deathly consequences. Take it easy on the booze, and know that if you get out of control, you can end up in handcuffs or in cruise ship jail. Yes, that's a thing. This was a fear of mine. Before my first cruise, I thought there's going to be a bunch of drunken idiots. Like the one of my least favorite places to be is in the midst of a crowd of drunken idiots. I don't like it. And I thought this is what it's going to be like. And the first cruise I went on, what did I do? I went to the deck party at the pool and I saw a bunch of people who were setting themselves up to be a bunch of drunken idiots. But you know what? They didn't, it didn't end up that way. And I have seen very few of these people on cruises. Honestly, I've seen people get drunk, but it's usually late at night. They're not in my way. They're not causing me problems. Look, 
I think it, that it can be dangerous if you're drinking on a cruise ship uh, and you are the kind of person who will do something stupid or you don't have a friend to keep you in check. But um, I don't know. This is not a person I've really encountered for the most part. No, I've, I mean, I've personally drank so much that I've been. You've been that person? I've, I don't think I've been that obnoxious. <laughs> and I usually, usually one night out of the cruise, usually the one before we get off, which is not a good idea. No, that's a terrible um, idea. Yeah, I know. Um, <laughs> I drink way too much. And I'm like a little much. And then I go back to the room and crash. Yeah. Like I'm not. I don't think you're. I don't think you're that person though. Like there no, no, are, no, I'm not. There are people that get obnoxious. Oh, I know. Like, I've not. I've not experienced that on a ship. Though. I haven't either. I, I think if. I think if you experience that, you could experience that. Now I'm not saying you couldn't. You could experience that in any place on the ship at any given time. But I think you're more likely to experience that if you are in situations where that sort of thing is likely to happen late at night in areas on the ship where there's partying and stuff going on. And if you are in those areas, then I get that it's annoying, but you should probably be a little bit more tolerant of that because, you know, you're in that area. So, you know, you, you, if you go to Mardi Gras and you see some boobs, you can't blame anybody. Okay. You know, that's a thing that happens at Mardi Gras. You know, beads and boobs. It ha- you can't go there and be like, I can't believe I saw those boobs. If you go to the nightclub late at night on a cruise and people, you see somebody drunk, you can't be like, I can't believe I saw that really drunk person. Of course you did. What did you think would happen? <laughs> Duh. I'm just saying, if you don't want to see that, don't go to the place at that time. You trying to go see boobs? No. Just not, No, I told you I don't like those drunken You don't like crowds. boobs? Moving on. <laughs> Number five, the one who yells in hallways. Some cruisers forget that stateroom corridors are a little more than an endless row of doors behind which thousands of people are relaxing and sleeping, especially after 10 p.m. Many cruisers get up early for paid shore excursions. Keep your voice down and be appropriate, even in your room. Thin walls and adjoining doors and balconies mean that noise level travels. This one I can get behind. Oh, yeah. I've heard this. Yeah. Like, keep your partying on the party decks. I don't want to hear your craziness at 2 o'clock in the morning when I got sleeping to do so I can be rested for my scuba the next day. Well, that or the the person that's like... I don't know. Somebody walked out the door and, like, forgot something and they're, like, already 10 doors down and somebody pokes their head out and like shouts down the hallway oh, yeah. Ah! yeah it's like yeah. come on or your children oh yeah that run up and down the hallways or your teenage children who are doing the same thing yeah 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 so just be you know care about other people that's all we're saying you know they're not at the nightclub for your drunk butt to be up there so think about that all right Number four, the one who is disrespectful of foreign countries. Many cruisers intentionally choose ships with several ports of call so they can experience different cultures and rack up passport stamps. I don't know many people that get passport stamps on cruises. Maybe that happens in like Europe or something, but not in the Caribbean. You got to go out of your way to get a passport stamp. But anyway, it's hard to find. 
We love anyone who is curious and interested in exploring the world, but we have less patience for those who are rude and disrespectful while visiting foreign countries, brush up on foreign customs and politics before arriving in port. So I, I get this one. Like, I get it. You know, like, it's not all about America, people. Like, there are other countries and cultures in the world, and they are not less important. And if you are visiting them, then you need to be respectful of that. And, uh, yeah, I mean, come on. Just come on. And, and you should appreciate that. Like, if you are going to Mexico, Central America, any of the Caribbean islands, Europe, anywhere on a cruise, and you're not appreciating the fact that you're visiting this other place, this other culture, and soaking that in, then, I don't know, I, I don't, I don't want to hang out with you. I'm sorry. You're just not my kind of people. Like, the world is a beautiful, diverse place, and if you aren't enjoying that diversity, then you're missing out. That's all I'm saying. I agree. I've never experienced this, that issue on a cruise, though. Um, I've seen it a little bit, not so much on the cruise, but I, I've, I've heard the comments. I've seen the comments that, um, now sometimes look, I hate the, the, um, harassment you get in certain markets and stuff. And as much as the next person, I don't, I don't want to be in the straw market anywhere, but, but at the same time, like I've heard comments. It's not that common. I don't think in the cruise community that in the cruise community, it's not that common. That doesn't mean that people that cruise, it's not that common, but I've heard it with people traveling to other places. Like, like I know people who have gone to France and they complain about, you know, everybody in France. And I'm like, really, you, you go to France for a week and now you just pass judgment on the entire country. Come on, come on. Yeah. So anyway, yeah. And, uh, and, and look, and, and if you're going someplace and you're like, oh, well, they didn't cater to my American, you know, whatevers, guess what? They don't need to. You're visiting them. And think about that when you see people visiting from other places. Do you have expectations for them for visiting us? I don't know. Maybe you do. Maybe you don't. Number three, the one who is rude to staff. Cruise staff work their butts off. And they do it for a minimal amount of pay. And they work long hours. They work long days. This does make me angry. When I see somebody rude to crew staff, it, it'll, it'll get my, my whatever up. I don't know. Your whatever my up? My shekels, my keckle. I don't know. There's a word I can't think of. It. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I don't like it. I don't like it. And 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 this, and speaking of the cultural thing, you know, this is one of the places I hear people like making fun of somebody because they're like, you know, making fun of their accent or something. And I'm like, how many languages do you speak? Because most Americans I know, including myself, speak one language. And some of us don't even speak that one very well. Where on a cruise ship, everybody that works on a cruise ship, almost everybody that works on a cruise ship, probably speaks at least two languages, and many of them probably speak more than that. So excuse them if they don't speak exactly clear as you'd like them to speak. But, yeah, I don't like it when people are rude to people that work on cruise ships because those people I have tons of respect for, and um, and they're making your vacation enjoyable so i have no patience for this this is high up on my list too i i agree and i mean their their goal is to make your vacation the best it can be 
Like, yes, they, they work their butts off, but they also, like, I don't know that I've been on a cruise where every staff that I've passed has, like, been nice, accommodating, helpful, like, whatever. Has has been nice or not been nice? They have been. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's very, it's very unusual to see somebody who is giving you poor customer service or even just adequate customer service where, let's face it, if we go to several stores around here in our local vicinity, it's likely that we'll get eh to negative customer service at a lot if of places. Any. Yeah, so, and they're making a lot better money. So, yeah, I, I, it's not that I've never seen bad customer service on a cruise ship. I have, but it is the exception, by far the exception, and not the rule. Most people are over-the-top amazing on a cruise ship. Yeah. And being somebody in the customer service industry, it is hard day in, day out to maintain that level of positive friendliness. Like, And I'm a pretty friendly guy, I think, most of the time. But there are days when I have to really, really work to be friendly and outgoing. And I, and I don't work near the hours that these people work. And I'm doing a job that I mostly enjoy. So, uh, you know... My hat's off to them. No, oh, I, I completely agree. Wednesday, we were getting ready for the tropical storm, hurricane, whatever it is. And the phone rang and rang and rang and rang at work. And every single call was, are you open today? And every single call, I had to say, yes, it is. Like, I have not said it before that day. <laughs> and... You know, they, they have to do that that kind of stuff, too. Right, right. But they have to do it for longer amounts of time. Over and over Over again. and yeah. over. Oh, like, yeah. Oh, can you even imagine some of the stupid things that they have to deal with? Oh, I'm sure it's not. Uh, like, I, you know, I worked reception a few times. Well, actually, it was more than a few times. But at the aquarium, and I get it. it like, it's, it's stupid. Like, it's I don't have to do it like I used to, but... Yeah. And people get stressed out. And they just, yeah, so just be be courteous to your fellow human beings, especially the ones who are busting their humps for you. All right, number two, the one who doesn't wash their hands. Well, <laughs> you know, this article is a little bit old. Obviously, this one is even more important. It says, it's kind of, I don't, I don't know if funny is the right word, but it says at the end of this paragraph, it takes one person who doesn't wash their hands for a full-blown epidemic. Yeah. So anyway, uh, wash your damn hands, people. <laughs> Come yeah. on. Washy, washy. I mean, this is more, more important going forward than ever before. Now we understand. If you didn't know before. Wash your hands. Yeah, you darn well ought to know now. Wash how important your it is hands. To wash your hands when you're on a cruise. And then finally, number one, the one who hates cruising. Cruising isn't for everyone, but do the rest of the ship a big favor and stay home. If you really don't want to be on a cruise, nothing ruins fun vibe like a sulking passenger. That's right. That is right. If you don't want to be on a cruise, then why did you come on a cruise? If it's your first cruise and you didn't know, then you know what? If you can't find something to keep you placated on a cruise, then you got bigger problems in your life. <laughs> you need to deal with those. And I'm not going to offend anybody because none of those people are listening to this podcast. <laughs> but get a life, people. Come on. Don't be that person. And and it, it shocks me when I meet people who have been on a cruise and they're like, this was terrible. Like, I get it. It's not for everybody. But if you, like, went on a cruise and had a bad time, 
I I think I just think you have to take a step back and examine your true level of happiness in your life on a much deeper level because cruising is fun on some level cruising is fun for some it's more fun but yeah so there you go and that's it 15 annoying 15 most annoying types of cruise passengers or cruise people what was it what was the title of this article cruise passengers ranked so you can look up that article on oyster and uh, that took us longer than i thought but i i do have a couple other things i just want to I thought was kind of funny. Um, a couple of things from basically cruiseline.com. So this first one is, um, this this one is called, oh, let me get to the, oh, what happened? Stupidest cruise questions. Stupidest cruise questions. And if you've ever gone to uh, one of the captain things where the captain talks, or maybe it's the, um, it's not the captain, it's usually the cruise director, and they tell you about the stupid questions they've heard. And a lot of times it's the same ones, but um Here's some highlighted ones from this article, and I've heard a lot of these before. Here's one of them. Does the crew sleep on the ship? No. <laughs> they they sleep in the water behind the ship. Yes. They just, we just fly them in every day. Uh, <laughs> why is the microwave in my cabin not working? Because <laughs> that's a safe. It's not, <laughs> it's not a microwave. Why do I have this awful view of the parking lot? This is in the port before they've left. Uh. I have an outside cabin. Will I get wet if it rains? <laughs> if you go outside, you might. Is the salt is that salt water in the toilets? No. Why do you care? Well, yeah. Does Good it, point. Are you going to drink it? Like what? What? Probably not. But who cares if it is? Why are the ruins in such poor conditions? This is a one specifically in Rome, I guess. I'm sure that they might get that in. That's probably mostly in Rome. I, I don't know if you get that in, in uh, Central America and Mexico. But do you eat the leftovers from dinner to a crew member? <laughs> Gross. This. That's the only meals they're provided. It's leftovers. Whatever. Yeah. Whatever. Whatever the you, passengers don't eat. Whatever you you don't eat, they just get your little nibbles. <laughs> <laughs> Can these elevators take me to the back of the ship? Yes, this is Willy Wonka's <laughs> elevator. Wow. Okay. How do we have power this far from land? <laughs> yeah. Do they allow water skiing off the back of the ship? Mm-hmm. Huh. Has the ship ever sunk? Yes. <laughs> that is why everything is in pristine condition. That's right. That's right. What do you do with the ice carvings? <laughs> That's where the crew gets the water. <laughs> do you help drive the ship too to a dining room waiter? <laughs> How do I know which photos are mine? <laughs> there you go. Oh, those are good. Stupid questions that the crew are asked. Here's some other funny questions, um, also from CruiseLine.com. Uh, what would happen if I flushed a ship toilet while still sitting on it? Nobody knows because those people are never heard from again. <laughs> <laughs> uh, does the crew sleep on board? So we would that, okay, the, 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 some of these are re repetitive here. Um, uh, let's see, most of these are repetitive here. I think all of those are 
Yeah, most of these are the same thing. So they released the same list like years later, I guess. How small does your face have to be to get a mini facial at the salon? (laughs) (laughs) Here's some bonus ones. What time does the midnight buffet start? 1 p.m. Sadly, there's no midnight buffets anymore, pretty much. That's that's unfortunately missing from cruising these days, it seems. Uh, This is our family's first cruise ever. We have several cabins on different decks of the ship. And our question is, do all the decks go to the same ports of call? Uh, Oh. Do these stairs go up or down? (laughs) There's a do not disturb sign on my door. How do I get out? Come on, really? Is that a real question? And that looks like that looks like it. So so there you go. Some fun, stupid questions that people may ask uh, while on a cruise. Well, today's cruise creature is going to be uh, kind of a tribute to Veterans Day. It was, it was Veterans Day this last week. It was Wednesday. So we're we're you know we're after the fact, but. Uh, so this cruise creature is the Sergeant Major, which is a fish. In this case, it's a fish. It, it is a fish. Could be a rank, I think, Sergeant Major. Yeah. But in this case, it's a fish. And they get their name because of their their bars. So bars on a fish are, are basically lines that go up and down. They're vertical lines. If they go horizontal, we call them stripes. I call them all stripes. Well, that's wrong. I know. If, if, it's, if it's a thick single or or just a couple of bars and we call it a streak no yes wait now i'm confusing myself anyway bars go up and down let's just leave it at that okay (laughs) it's a band if it's if it goes up and down it's a one thick one it's a band if it's one thick line that goes horizontal it's a streak got it or if it's a person running naked through a crowd. That's a streak as well. That's a streaker. You know they call me the streak. Oh. But it was streaker. Physique. Anyways. I, I just confused two songs together. Anyway. Yes. The Sergeant Major. Uh, they are a damselfish, which is basically means they're a fairly small fish with a certain body form. Uh, and they are very territorial. And if you've experience the sergeant major you will be well aware of how territorial they can be they're all throughout the atlantic ocean and uh we see them a lot it's one of the most common fish i have encountered and if you have done any snorkeling in the caribbean there is a real good chance you've seen them too so they basically to get back to their description they're sort of a sort of a white a silvery color base tone and then they have these black bars going down and then the very top between the black bars, there's sort of a, a yellow hue that fades into that sort of silvery white color. And that's the Sergeant Major. Now, um, these guys eat things like different larvae from invertebrates and zooplankton, little crustaceans. They'll eat some algae. So they're, they're even known, and this is something I learned from my research, they're even known to uh, feed on the waste and vomit of spinner dolphins. That's gross. That's right. That's pretty gross. Yeah. And I was getting I, ready to say that I really like Sergeant Majors. I mean, I like Sergeant Majors. That's very specific, too. Like, I knew enough about Sergeant Majors to talk about them. But then when I did just a little quick, you know, I always like to just check my facts and stuff and see if there's anything I'm missing. And that's something I had never 
read before that they like to feed on the waste and vomit of spinner dolphins. I mean, who doesn't really? I guess I don't. But I, I don't. <laughs> One of my favorite things about the Sergeant Major is their scientific name, which is Abadefdef Saxatilis. Because who can't love that name? Abadefdef? Abadefdef. Abad. Abad. Hang on. Let me, let me, let me show it to you. Abadefdef Saxatilis. Abadefdef Saxatilis. Abadefta Saxatilis. See, there you go. Yeah, yeah, I like it. It's a good name. Abadefta. It's a good name. Now, here's here's what happens. Okay, they do their damsel thing, which is pretty much protect a little area. The the boy damsel fish try and impress the girl damsel fish, and then they like chase her around till she till she lays her eggs, and they lay a lot of eggs, like two hundred thousand eggs. It's only a couple here and there. You know, I mean, if you're looking forward to that family inheritance, it's going to get spread out a lot. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> and then um, and then the male guards them and he changes colors to sort of a sort of more of a blue color. And he and I've seen them do this. So a lot of times if you are snorkeling or scuba diving and you see an Abadefta saxatilis and it's swimming around and it looks a little bit darker, um, and it's hanging out in a certain spot, and it's very, very, like, get out of my space, then there's a good chance there's some eggs there. And, and a lot of times it, there'll be um, a flat surface, a rocky flat surface, it's usually underneath a ledge, or if there's, a like, a, one of those reef balls or, or a wreck, you, if you poke your head in, you'll usually see the eggs. You'll probably get attacked as well. But uh, I mean, they're 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 a small fish, so they can't really do too much damage to. They will bite you viciously. Swimming out, swimming out quickly and like, yes, touch you with their face. They'll come at you. Oh yeah, I've I've seen I've seen the videos. They haven't done it to me. Yeah. Oh yeah. No, they're they're not throwing around. But uh, but the reality is they're still a small fish, so there's only so much they can do. But anyway, I, you don't pester them too much because you know they're they're doing their due diligence, and then those eggs hatch, and most of them are eaten by predators. That's the way nature works. But some of them will survive to become adorable baby Abadeftuf Saxatilis, as we encountered in the Florida Keys. Yes. And then, uh, and also in Cozumel. And, uh, and then the, the lucky ones from those will become adults. And the circle of life will continue. And that is the Sergeant Major. Really cool fish. Beautiful fish. I always like to see them. And, uh, yeah, they're, they're really cool. Yeah. It's, it's funny. I, I love, like, I get really excited when we see fish that we don't see all the time. And we see, like you said, Sergeant Majors all the time. But I get really excited every time I see one, even though I see them yeah, they're like, all the time. They're like the opposite of the Bermuda chub. Because the Bermuda chub is another fish I see a lot. And I'm just like, oh, there's a Bermuda chub. Like, I'm sorry, Bermuda chubs, but... You're just not that exciting to me. Sergeant Majors are exciting. Yeah. They're beautiful. They're they're really cool and they've got a lot of personality. Like I I, I, I will admit I kind of like annoying damselfish. I think da- damselfish in general just have a lot of personality. I think they enjoy it too. I think they like being annoyed. I mean it's like, the people like damsel that. in distress. Like that's <laughs> they want the attention. I think they're putting the damsels in distress personally. <laughs> I think that's their <laughs> Anyway, that's that's it. So that is that is your cruise creature, and uh, and that is your episode of this week's fantastic cruising. Hope you guys have enjoyed this episode. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, on that note, I think it's time to head for the horizon. And until next time, seize the day. Have a fantastic week, everybody.
and we're back in the room. Hey, thank you for listening past the credits. Today, uh, I don't know, we had a busy day today because we got up this morning and we went to Repticon. For those of you that don't know what Repticon is, it is a convention of reptiles. Yeah, they all go. They're they're big fans. They dress up like humans, their favorite humans, and they. It's really cool to just see the lizards walking around with their sunglasses and hats on, <laughs> and the snakes do the best that they can to walk, but usually it doesn't work well. I thought Repticon was the enemy of the Transformers. No, that's a Decepticon. Oh, okay, okay. That was a joke, right? Yes. Or, okay. <laughs> I mean, I went to Repticon, so hopefully I know that's not. <laughs> Foolish humans. Um. Yes. So anyway, we Wait, went... I, sorry, I have to stop for a second. When you said, and we're back in the room, that's from something, right? Uh, yes, I think so. What What is it? Isn't there something like that that it's like... I can't... You know what? You know what I'm talking about, though, I, right? There, it is from something. I, I pulled it out of the ether of my knowledge that I have things that I don't remember what it's from. And we're back in the room. Well, tell us what it is because yeah, because knows. it's going to drive me nuts. Maybe somebody listens past And the I don't credits. even know if it's the words and we're back in the room, but it's something along those lines and it kind of sounds like that. Okay. Anyway, we're back in the room. So Yeah, sorry. We went to Repticon and we got a new lizard, a baby, a lizard. Doesn't have a name. She doesn't have a name yet. We've no. got we've got a couple contenders. And uh, she's she's a blue tegu, which is a South American lizard. And she's a little baby. She's three months old. She's about maybe a foot and a half long with her tail. Yeah. Um, she will, by the end of the year, probably be approaching three feet long. When you say end of the year. You, well, end, end of end, a year. End of her year. Yes. Yes. Not like end of this year. No, but she'll have grown. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Are there any carpenters out there? We need a cage built. Anyway, <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, she's she's uh, she's really tame, though. Like, they, they are often uh, compared to dogs as far as their temperament. And they're beautiful. Look up either Argentine black and white tegu, or if you want to know exactly what ours look like, look up blue tegu. They look very similar. They do. They may they're the same species right now. Taxonomy may not be settled there. But uh yeah, so it's we think it's a little girl. We're pretty sure it's a female. And um she's probably gonna be more white than blue, because the females tend to be more white than blue. But she is really cute. And right now she's just hiding all the time. But that'll change. Yeah. We're we're gonna we plan to handle her a lot, so basically she'll turn into like a Lizard lap dog. No, a lap lap lizard. Lap lizard. There lap we go. Lizard. <laughs> anyway, that's uh I think that's all we got. Yeah. That's it.